1: Ready, Jay? Woo! All right. See, we're getting fired up, baby. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Facebook, YouTube, everybody in the podcast world. How are you this evening? Drop in the chat where you're tuning in from. Smash that thumbs up button. Click the share button. Let's go. Hi, Jay. Hello, Brian. I feel like uh I've been kind of like, well, all day, and then, you know, we go live, and I'm just like, let's go. Oh, our buddy Eric, Eric's in the chat. He said, Brian's drinking coffee. Yeah. Man. No, actually, shout out to this uh, segment sponsor. I'm drinking a non-alcoholic athletic brewing company, Cerveza Athletica. Yes. Non-alcoholic athletic beer. Shout out to them. Use promo code PNF20. Save 20%. Go to athleticbrewingcompany.com. 2% of their sales go back to the Two for the Trails program, helping uh, restore trails across America. Yeah. You got the dark stout tonight, right? Yeah, this is
2: the all-out, the all-out uh, <clears throat> dark stout. Our extra doubt, uh extra dark. Can't, <laughs> can't talk Jay today. can't talk tonight. A little tongue-tied. Uh, no, it's actually pretty good. I mean, you know, it's funny, man. I mean, I'm, I'm a beer guy. But this is like you know, for a near beer, I mean it does great. Well, I tell you it what, for great. my
1: for my hour drive home, this is satisfying. It makes oh, me feel like I'm, makes yeah. it makes me feel like I'm you know indulging. But uh, now we gotta donate to the police again. I don't have to donate <laughs> to the police, that's the best part of it. So go check out athletic brewing. Shout out to them. Thank you for uh, supporting this segment this evening. Uh we got some we got some people, uh Cody Smith. Australian for me, and Cason Wallace, tuning in from Alabama. Welcome, welcome, gentlemen. Yes, hello, gents. Uh, We got some updates, don't we? We do. We do. Trail series. Yes, sir. What's the updates? The
2: updates? There's a whole lot of new stuff. (laughs) Brian's got it all.
1: (laughs) I love how Jay leaves that up to me. Leaves it up to me. Good old Jay. Um, Yeah, if you guys... uh, didn't or don't listen to the real down segment on Monday nights. You should definitely tune in for that. Those guys go live at 8:30 PM Central Time, uh, going back and recapping tournaments and and things of that nature. But uh, I was on there with Dan Perry this week, filling in for Jimmy Skinner, and we talked about it. And um, you know, there's been a ton of questions, which is great. A uh, ton of feedback on the Open and the Clash Clubs coming up. Uh, here at the beginning of April, April 9th through 11th down at Eastport Marina on beautiful Dale Hollow Lake. Um, So we got a lot of of, um, questions from clubs. Can we send more than one team uh, to represent our club? So we have now opened that up. Uh, We want to make this a big event to kick off the season. So um, if you want to send more than one team to represent your grassroots club, Uh, Have at it. Um, It's three man teams, five fish a man, 15 fish total, one day, big prize. And then uh, obviously, last week we made some big announcements as far as the open goes. Um, First and second place are going home with fully decked out kayaks. On top of the extravagant payouts, um, I will have Jay drop the links to all the Tourney X uh, registration pages for that. Um, am I missing anything? Oh, we posted a link also today on our Facebook page. (laughs) Um, if you're planning on going, you're looking for lodging, uh, discounted lodging, food packages, things like that. Uh, Eastport has something, um, set up, uh, to book that. Um, can you pull that up real quick for me? Um, go to the Paddle and Fin Facebook page. I forget the name of the, uh, the uh, website they're using. But uh, we'll drop that in the link as well. You can go there, uh, book your lodging and stuff like that. If you don't want to pay the fee, call Eastport Direct. Uh, their number is on the Tourney X page as well. Going to have live music, Expo. Uh, there's going to be a few companies there uh, displaying their fine products. I know 153 baits, Yak Gadget, um, Jig Masters. There's going to there's be a few. You can be event bright somebody just chimed in it's called event bright um is the website you can use to go register for that stuff we got anything else chief uh for a kbf partner oh that's right we have partnered with kayak bass fishing kbf so with that being said we can give away some national championship qualifying spots you can get in on that Woo! getting hot in the kitchen tonight. You yeah. better bring your oven mitts. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh man. So uh it keeps getting better and better. Um shout out to uh all the sponsors for that event. Um we're dealing with Yak Edge, the 153 baits, Pelican cases and coolers, Bio-NO Power, Rocktown Adventures. Who else am I forgetting? KBF obviously we just yeah. said that yeah yep. Yeah. new canoe save your outdoors save your outdoors <clears throat> things are looking up folks things are looking up yeah it's getting hot in the paddling fin trail yes sir if you guys have any questions uh feel free to reach out to us uh if you got a trail question feel free to email pnftrail at gmail.com and either myself or Susie roloff our wonderful tournament director. We'll get back to you. Brock Howell's in the chat. I oh, don't know, Brock, that's a big lake. They got big boats, bro. You might get run over. I don't know if you should come. Just saying. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Poor Brock. Well, you know, the kid's yeah. got a horseshoe up his rear, you know? So we got to rub that off. Ever since he got run over by a boat, he wins every giveaway on Facebook. So, <laughs> you know. Um, Jay's dropping, getting these links and dropping them down in the chat for you guys. So that way you guys can get signed up and all that good stuff uh i think probably 70 percent of our hosts will all be down there correct yeah there's gonna be quite a bit of us uh, i know for <clears throat> sure me you Susie, uh dan perry Didn't, jimmy skinner dustin right uh Dude, dustin from? nichols he's sweet talking wife okay I I thought he could buy some flowers, take her out to dinner, maybe a little few glasses of wine, you know, might, might make you be able to go. Um, Josh Eldridge, uh, Ryan Milford, who else am I missing? Uh, JP is going to be there. So there's going to be quite a few of the paddle and fin hosts there. So, uh, you know, if you guys want to come down, hang out, help with the event, feel free to reach out as well. Um, we got a few volunteers helping with that. So, uh, should be good stuff. Should be good stuff. Um, tch, 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 are we ready for a guest, man? I think we are. are He's we? waiting. He's like, come on, He's guys. He's like, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I'm waiting. He's like, I got baits to paint. I got <laughs> things to do. <clears throat> Wanna eat some dinner? You guys making me wait down here in the green room. Your snacks are horrible. Vending machines are crap. Let's get him in here. <laughs> Mr. Please. Bob. The vending BPF machine, lures, Bob.
3: I'll tell you the vending machines are crap, but this beer is good. So <laughs> I, I appreciate that.
1: We appreciate that, man. Welcome to the show, my friend.
3: Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate uh, the fact that I I'm honored to be on, to be to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, right on. Thank you, man. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you taking the time out tonight. I know uh you and Jay met recently and uh he, he kind of donated some money. And he's got these fine <laughs> lures over here um so uh you know he he said let's get this guy on let's talk about yeah. his baits and stuff man so we're excited um, your company's BPF lures um, yep. which is super cool and uh, I've been looking at these things all night and I I really like them but you know we always like to get a background man like how did you get into painting baits and how did how did you get your company started and all that good stuff and maybe a little background on How you got into fishing
3: well i mean fishing's always been a thing in my family uh i remember is when i was the youngest kid the smallest kid um most of us had our dads that would take us fishing Uh, my dad was traditionally a cat fisherman um so if if you know how that is you're pretty much going to be chilling with your dad on a on a old school lawn chair uh, that's never very comfortable and uh, you're just going to be sitting there waiting Um, so that, that started is, as soon as we could walk, we were fishing with my dad. Um, and that is something that just kind of continued as I got older. Once I got 15, 16 years old, I could start purchasing my own gear. It became more. And, and as I become, I'm, I'm 41 now, but as, as the years continued on, uh, it was just a thing where, uh, fishing was always that thing that centered me. Uh, always that thing that allowed me to relax um, and just to go out there and enjoy. So it's been with me forever. I honestly never expected to sell fishing lures. That was the, the farthest thing from anything I could imagine. <laughs> um, the reality is I love fishing and I love it so much that I want to do it all the time, except the winter. <laughs> That's the one thing I realized. I worked uh, on the night shift in the cold outside for 13 years. So I've grown to really dislike the cold. Um, So it was, ice fishing has never been a a thing for me. The guys that do it, props to you, you're awesome. I just can't do it. I just, there's something in me that won't allow it to happen. So I decided about a year and a half ago, I needed to do something. Um, So I did a lot of research, probably six months worth of research and finally decided, hey, I'm going to try to paint some lures. I'll be honest, the, the first, I don't know, 10, 20 lures, whatever it was, they were horrible. They were not good. I look back at some of the pictures and I'm just like, these things are bad. But for some reason, somebody wanted to buy one.
1: Well, and at that the was, time, you thought they were the baddest things in sliced bread, though, I'm sure, right?
3: Well, it was cool to be able to do it, though. The, like the actual process, like, hey, I created something. Yeah, that's that's cool. But now I look back on the quality of the bait, the quality of the paint and the clear coat and everything that I do um, from a year and a half ago. And I'm just like, man, I've I've come far, you know, not not that I'm great. I mean, there's people that are absolutely amazing uh, that paint lures. But it's amazing to see when you put some your your time into it, you dedicate something to it, uh, how you can improve over a period of time. Mm hmm.
2: Learn more at
3: marines.com. I think you do a great job on it, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and a lot of time does go into it. Uh, behind me, you could see my little workstation. For those of you viewing, um, it's nothing special. You know, it's, it's something that I just built um, out of necessity. Um, it's grown from having five different colored paints to probably 50 different colored paints um and obviously we know is is we go as we fish throughout the year springtime we're getting ready to throw some specific colors mm-hmm. and as we get into summer that colors change and as we get into fall colors change and you have to i have to be able to adapt that and change my baits for that so me personally right now i've got my my inventory of crawl patterns you know the red black sure. tan uh, because for me personally here in illinois the areas that I fish, that's killer in the spring. Yeah. So you start throwing that, it's going to be awesome. Um, so I've got I've got in my personal inventory and my business inventory, I've got a lot of that. And I'm starting to build some spring colors as well. So that's that's kind of a cool thing.
2: Yeah. And I was going to say, you know, your cranks, I remember when we were talking. <clears throat> um, the one thing I, th- I found that was really cool about yours is that you have the, the suspending cranks. Yes, So you can like kind of get some of that jerk bait, you know, jerk bait action, you know, into, um, you know, a, a more familiar, um, you know, retrieve on a crankbait, you know, just kind of add your own little spice to it.
3: Yeah. And what, what, that's kind of like the the mega bass one of the mega bass baits it's it's a suspending it's like an s type um um, crankbait uh it's actually right in the middle of the screen that crawl pattern one uh that you see that's that's one of them and it does it suspends and i i it for me on the rivers i fish off of my kayak it's become one of the most important baits to be because you want to be able to throw it out there and Mm -hmm. of course while you can allow it to sink below the water and get down as low as you can but then you know there's some weeds coming and you've got to be able to maneuver through those weeds so you you pause it for a second allow it to suspend there so, so you can determine where you have to turn your pole uh, to get it up and over those weeds and it's it's great i mean that's i i lo- that's one of my favorite baits and i personally have it in the crawl pattern um, the one you're showing on the screen this is this is one that's been modified uh, over the last year and a half. I'm constantly tweaking this design to make it better. Um, and you'll find different versions of this uh, on my, my Etsy shop and uh, just what I traditionally keep in my inventory just because I want to try to make it as good as I can. I want to make it a nice bait that actually works and functions and uh, people enjoy looking at. And I definitely want it to be something you cannot find at your big box stores. And nothing against those stores we all you know we all uh uh, shop there but you know i don't i want it to be different than something you could find in cabela's or bass pro because it's my design
1: yeah i mean if it's standing out and i mean you know the the paint jobs are really good yeah i mean i like them
2: that's the one thing because i remember i was and we'll get into these but your bigger baits but i remember like you did a pumpkin seed that was just like amazing i thought like I just kept staring at it the whole time I was there, but, uh, but yeah, I mean the other patterns though are really good.
3: You actually stared a lot at that five inch, uh, fire tiger spook. I know that <laughs> you, you were looking that. at that a lot.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, like I couldn't imagine why <laughs> that one was and, cool too.
3: And I, you know, I keep a lot of the fire tiger stuff. Um, so I do two different things. I've got, Considering it's my company and my thing, I can do whatever I want. You know, Mm. I don't have somebody telling me to do something specific, but I do have some baits that I try to keep in stock. I've got to keep some of the fire tiger stuff in stock because people love them. I mean, and and it's a successful pattern. That's why I fish with it myself, but that's something that I have to keep in stock. I have to keep craws in stock. Um, There was actually... There was actually some, uh, some bluegill, which I'm out of stock right now that I've, I'm going to have to do some because that's another pattern that I have to, to try to keep around.
2: Mm. Yeah. I was just sort of like, we can't get the best picture on it because I can't walk up there, but I mean, this is a fire tiger. It's a little spook that I picked up. I, I got, I got a redhead too.
3: Yeah. I think that's still, uh, they're still on the, I've still got a couple available on my Etsy shop as well. Um, and, and those were just inspired by, hey, I need some more fire tigers. I've got to do something different. What am I going to do? Um, and yeah. I hadn't really done a fire tiger in a spook pattern uh, or a spook in a fire tiger pattern. Um, but I'm like, hey, I want to try it. And I want to do something different with it.
2: Yeah. No, these are cool, man. I'm a, I'm a sucker for fire tiger. Anytime I see it, I pick it up.
1: I like that single knock in that top water, too, that, that spook bait uh, you know, that single knock is nice.
3: Yeah. And they're, they're really, really, uh, I I honestly have a huge bag full of them. I think I bought 50 of them because I personally love fishing with a spook. Um, you guys are local to me. So you've got the displays, the Fox river, um, the DuPage river. I love throwing a spook on all of those waters. Um, and so to me, I wanted to have plenty to sell, but I wanted to have plenty to fill up my own uh, stock of my own stuff with just because Mm -hmm. I love fishing a spook on that water.
1: Yeah. You really can't beat it, man. Especially that, that, you know, midsummer top water bite early morning, early evening. It just drives them nuts.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, and to be able to do the spooks and, and the, uh, the like, it's not a whopper plopper, but something like a whopper plopper, the 75 millimeter or um, the ones I have are 100 millimeter to be able to do those topwater baits like that. Uh, it's fun because you guys know, I mean, fishing around here, the topwater bite, if you get on it, it's one of the most fun bites you could have around here, especially for small ace.
2: Yeah, these are nice, man. This is like nice, like cool perch pattern. Well, well, the lure I was looking at—I yeah, yeah. know there's a bluegill up there now, or a pumpkin seed, or some type. <laughs> but yeah, this is nice, man.
3: Is oh, thank word. you. I, I appreciate that. I mean, it's—it's—I I put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, if you—you know—you compare my prices to other people's prices, they're probably cheaper uh, because I'm not trying to get rich off of any of this. It, to me, it's—it's it's a hobby. It's—it's um, it's obviously a business, but it's also a hobby too. And mm-hmm. as long as it can support itself, I'm cool with it. Um, I started off with all my baits being super cheap. Uh, and I think as my skill level has gone up, um, I, I've kind of increased some of my prices. But there's some of them that I want to just keep for the average guy just to be able to buy, you know, just just to be able to purchase and have some high-end baits. Um, Jay, you saw the the one that I have. I've got a 5-inch lipless bait. It's a It's painted as a mahi-mahi. Mm -hmm. Um, it's got saltwater hooks on it. It's ready to go. Um, and I just, I do higher end baits because they're, they're fun to do. They're big baits. They're exciting to, to catch big fish on. Um, and to me, it's really cool painting on a big bait as opposed to small baits all the time, which Mm -hmm. I, I paint plenty of those.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm scrolling through here and uh, let me pull it up on the screen here. Yeah, but it looks bait. like you're doing uh, some blade baits too. Speaking of speaking of small baits, right?
3: Yeah, I've started playing around with the blade baits. I haven't officially released any yet because I noticed like after this, this one was painted, and I'm like, okay, it's cool. I like the bait, looks good, um, and it was in a fire tiger because I have one um, one customer that's been just bugging me for blade baits in a fire tiger. Um, but I noticed when I put the clear coat on it and I started to put the split rings and stuff like that on there, it started scratching. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of right now it's trial and error. Like I want to get this right. I'm not going to sell a bait that I don't feel comfortable selling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm getting to that process. And I think, it, you know, if I buy higher quality blades and stuff like that, I think it'll help with that. But Yeah, I'm definitely, uh, definitely working towards doing some of the blade baits. Uh, and I'm, I'm even working towards doing some of the, the bigger musky baits as well. I've got some, uh, seven, eight inch baits that I've yet to really paint up. Um, but I want to be able to be all over the place as far as, as size. I traditionally am a bass fisherman. Um, but I did catch my first musky on a bait that I painted, um, which was an amazing feeling. The muskie wasn't very big, <laughs> but, um, I, still, I mean, it's, it's, I want muskie, man. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It, it was really, really awesome. Uh, it was on video on my YouTube channel and it was just, it was exciting. And actually I think it was a fire tiger, uh, like three and a half or three and a quarter inch jerk bait that I got it on. So that, that, you know, just tells you that fire tiger, uh, even with that is is crazy, but um, yeah, I I want to be able to kind of have everything available for all the type of fishermen. I love bass fishing, but I do like to do other stuff, and I'm going to provide baits to to accommodate that.
2: Yeah, I, that perch popper. Yeah, talking about that's basically the one I got for the most part. Mine's got a little more orange on it, but yeah, I think it's the camera yeah,
3: <clears throat> could be. it it, they should be pretty if you i i I forget jay but if you got one of those they should be pretty identical uh the camera angle on 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 you know i'm just taking a picture on my cell phone i've actually got like a little photo booth above me um Mm -hmm. that i literally i built it out of a box and i got some moss from hobby lobby and went to the fishing store and got like a a background for for uh uh for fish tanks and i put it in there and that's had some river rock and i just kind of built it uh for that unfortunately you know you do lose some of the the perspective on on some parts of the bait but yeah um
2: it looks good either way i mean um i mean this is this will (laughs) work i mean you know it's i don't think you're going to stare at this one too long anyway no but the designs on here is really good i even the fine detail of like you got like scaling patterns on here too
3: well and i i try to do that and a lot of it is a lot of it is just taking your time and and trying to figure out how to make it different. I mean, that's really what it is to me is with all these baits. uh, I don't think, I don't think any of my baits really can be found anywhere else as far as design wise, just because I take my time with them. And there's some of them that I can knock out pretty good, considering the fact that I've done, I've been doing it for a while, but there's still a lot of thought that's gone into that ahead Mm -hmm. of time, you know? So it's, It's, I may get faster with some of them, but realistically, when I do the crawl patterns, that's like a a 10 step process Mm -hmm. um, just to get the basics going. When I do my bluegill pattern, which unfortunately I don't have any on my Etsy page right now, um, my bluegill pattern, that's literally like a 15 or 20 step process. And I have it written down in a book. That way I I can follow it the same way every single time. Uh, If I make a bunch of baits together, I could definitely make them all look the same, but there's some of them that are just one-offs that I'll never, <laughs> I'll never be able to repeat uh, again. Mm-hmm. And that, that's okay too. Uh, you get a one of a kind bait.
1: Yeah. That's, it's still cool, man. Definitely cool. Well, I, I just found this and I want to pop this up here. You're, you're playing with some glow in the dark paints too, which that could be pretty spectacular for that night bite, especially on the top water action.
3: Yeah, that, so that spook is, it's pretty cool. Uh, it does glow in the dark. You can actually charge it with like the light off your cell phone or, and I think that's what I did in that, in that photo there. Um, but yeah, it's, it looks like a, I forget what pattern is on there. It's kind of like a bluegill pattern. Um, but then you, it can glow in the dark and it's just something different. And again, it, that's what I'm trying to do with, with my baits is just do something different. We can all go to any of the big stores and buy the same thing. And we sure. all do. And we yeah. all have certain yeah. stuff that we have stocked and that's great, but I want to do oddball stuff. I want to do the the stuff you can't buy in a store. And, and yeah, the store is going to be cheaper than me, honestly. I mean, I don't, I've had plenty. And the reason I say that because I've had a lot of people over the last two years or whatever it is say, wow, your prices are so high. And I, I, there was one guy that I told, I said, I'll make you a deal. This bait that you're saying that about, because it was like a $15 bait, this bait you're talking about, if you can go to Bass Pro or any store and find one like this, you can have this one for free.
1: Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's
3: Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. And he messaged me about 15 minutes later, and I'm not even going to say what he messaged me. Um, it was not not very polite, but <laughs> guys, guys that make stuff in their homes... And guys that that are creative like this, yes, it can be a little bit more expensive, but you're going to get some heart into it. You're going to get some quality into it. You're going to get some, it's coming from a fisherman to a fisherman. And there's something a little bit different than that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I would, I would say too, I mean, even from looking at some of the stuff that you made, uh, again, that pumpkin seed, you know, that you had um, the detail, I was like, man, this is crazy. And then, you, you know i was even, i i think i mentioned something about like this would be cool even just to have in your house you know just to look at and you were like yeah i've actually done a couple of those things i mean if that's not a testament to the quality of work you're doing when somebody's just requesting it for like artwork or an art piece in their house sure you know uh, i think that speaks volumes in itself you yeah, know but sure. i can i mean i can say from seeing it it's the the depth the colors I mean, it's just really pleasant to look at. I mean, it's, it's like the most, you know, it's it's just like the, you know, the most beautiful, you know, little uh, bluegill you caught like in a lake that was just so colorful and just perfect looking. Yeah. I'm something, you know, similar to that. And it's, you know, it just had the details just nuts. I I just can't say enough about it.
3: Well, thank you. I I appreciate (laughs) that. And to me, it's, 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 you know, I kind of like that, that makes me feel good just for the fact that, you know, I mean, I'm trying to put a lot of effort into these things and make them different. And like I said, that's, that's to me, that's the biggest thing. This one that I did that you're showing on the screen now, I'd love that bait. I really debated keeping that for myself. Um, that one sold so quick. Um, and I didn't even like, I'm going to have to study my own photo to recreate that because, and I can break it down and figure it out, but um, there's some baits that I do that are just one-offs that are inspired by the evening. Um, That I'm like, man, I've got to figure out how to how to redo some of these baits because I enjoy I enjoy looking at them. And Mm -hmm. and, you know, I did have so I I did tell you that, Jay, and that was about a a guy who uh, ordered a mahi mahi off of me. And he literally wants to hang it on the wall. Um, And he just messaged me this morning on Etsy. And he's like, dude, I love this. I want you to make one that looks like my dog
2: so (laughs) wow,
3: and and, and it's really they just got a new dog and he wants to be able to have a lure that is painted with the same thing theme of his dog coloring and he's like i don't mind if you charge me a lot of money for it i'm like dude i'm gonna charge you the fair price i'm not gonna go crazy um but i can do my best to try to make a, a lure that looks like your dog and and literally he just wants it to hang on the wall
2: yeah, I'm telling you, you know, I I think you have a big future in musky baits. Yeah. The 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 quality, dude, I'm telling you. I mean, I want to buy your stuff for cheaper, but I'm sure you could spend it you could <laughs> sell it for way more. I mean, the musky guys will buy stuff for, you know, like one lure for like 100, 150, 200 bucks. Oh, I know. Which, which is crazy to sling for a toothy critter that's just going to gnaw it up, you know, but um, I mean, these things are like true works of art that people are throwing. I think you would fall right into that.
3: Well, th- thank you. I just I like I said, I've got some eight inch musky baits sitting here that I just haven't got to them yet. I'm like, all right, I've got to do this. But to me, sometimes in, and you guys know with there's things on your podcast that they just come to you at that time. And it's amazing that you did it so, so mm-hmm. and spontaneous and on the spot. And it was just an awesome segment. And that's kind of with, with me, that's kind of, I've got to have some sort of strange inspiration to do something awesome with some of these baits. Um, there's some nights where I sit down uh, I, you know facing that way and I just sit there and go, okay, here's my plan. I'm going to plan this out and I'm going to make these specific baits. And then there's other nights where I sit down and go, okay, time to get creative. Let's get crazy. What are we going to do? And that's where so, I think some of the coolest baits Uh, come out. I mean, the beer I drink is alcohol, has alcohol in it Uh, for those those times that I'm inspired, or I've got a glass of whiskey sitting up on my thing uh, with me that I'm sipping throughout the evening. But that's some of the the coolest, most inspirational times for me is uh, doing it at nighttime. And and my wife is is a nurse and she goes to bed really early because she's got to be up early. So for me personally, that nine p.m. to 12 30 a.m. time that's my time just to go crazy so uh, i've got a few hours a night that i just i just go crazy out here
2: <laughs> it's so funny like what go crazy means after 40 yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just go crazy i sit in my garage and i paint
3: quietly yeah <laughs> <laughs> right I'm, i mean i i typically have music jamming but yeah it's definitely a lot uh, a lot Different of a crazy than it was 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I
1: was going to say 20 years ago. So that, that meant man. like streaking through the quad or something. <laughs> <laughs> We're going streaking. That's funny. That's super cool, man. So so if a customer, uh, if you had somebody that was interested in like doing a paint job that, you know, you may not have listed on your Etsy shop or something, um, would you would you do a custom requested color scheme, so to speak? Uh,
3: Oh yeah, 100%. All just go to my Etsy page, send me a message through there. That's the easiest way and, and you could do it through Facebook or Instagram or any anything. But to me through my Etsy page is the easiest. That's bpfleuris.com. The reason it's the easiest because then we start a conversation and then I can actually create a private listing right through there for you and you know, we can go through the whole process. So Cody who was on here earlier he actually, the guy from Australia, he actually messaged me about doing some custom work for him. So oh, nice. I've I've never shipped out of the United States just because it's a whole nother a whole nother world. So mm-hmm. he could potentially be my first customer um outside of the United States, which would be Australia, which which is awesome considering I've got some really good friends down there anyway. So um but I, I currently I've I've shipped to probably about 30 states. Um, most of it's been Midwest and East Coast. I'm really starting to trickle on onto that West Coast. Um, but to go international, I guess that's that's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, man. Um, well, the one thing I wanted to point out here, and maybe you can go up by the camera and show this the mm-hmm. hook protectors, like. Um, you know, this is the first time I've seen it. Well, A, I've seen, like, the two trebles um, rubber band together, so you're not poking yourself when you're trying to trying to uh, pull these out of the package, but you also go to the extent of, um, you know, putting these little rubber stops over the actual hooks themselves so they're not ripping out of the package and then you're dropping the bait or they're falling out or something like that. Um, Jay's going to try to get up close and personal with this. You're going to have to get a little closer, a little more.
3: Yep. You can see him on
1: there. You can see see the little clear plastic nubs that he puts over the treble hook. So it's not ripping open the packaging. That's super sweet. I mean, that goes a long way, man. I mean, that just shows that you care about your product and stuff. And not only that, but I've seen it too. Like when these trebles aren't rubber banded together, then the hooks are, you know, scratching the paint off the baits because they're, you know, floating around in a box or a bag or something like that, man. So it's, it's super cool. It shows that uh, you're taking the extra steps in the packaging and shipping process for sure.
3: Well, thank you. It's really something that I've been learning over the last while. You know, it's, I didn't use rubber bands for a long time and then I started using the rubber bands and I'm like, okay, that's, that's a neat little step that helps to keep everything um, you know, close to the bait and, and really what's on those hooks are earring backings. Mm, So I bought those in bulk and, uh, put those over all the treble hooks and yes, it protects against scratching the bait. It protects against poking through the bag. Mm -hmm. Um, and considering the fact that I use bags, I have to be conscious of that. Um, so I was using the plastic containers that your traditional lures come in. And a lot of my customers said, hey, do you want these back? Because I'm not going to do anything with them. Um, and I, I mean, I've, had, I've got some local customers that have bought, you know, 50 lures off of me. And, and they're like, I've got 50 of these containers sitting here. And I don't know what to do with them. Like, I don't want to just throw them away because they're nice containers. And I'm like, well, you know what? Over a period of time, I, I collected some of them back. And, and I'm like, I just can't justify paying me personally paying the cost of these containers Mm -hmm. and, and also my customers paying for these containers when we all know they're going to get thrown away.
1: Sure.
0: Because nobody
3: really keeps those containers unless you're hanging them on a pegboard because you've got a big stock of them. And once you lose yours in the river, you're going to grab another one. Um, So that's why, that's why I went to (laughs) bags.
2: I reuse, I reuse them a lot
1: too. I mean,
3: who's got pegboard in yeah. your garage uh, hanging baits? I've got I've got but right behind me here. I've got one with my inventory. Magical. Uh, if you if you walk out of this garage uh into my the actual piece of my garage, I've got all my plastics hanging there. I've got all my you know all my hard baits hanging there, I got swim baits, everything you can think of, jigs, just everything hanging in there. Um, because I need the pegboards, I need somewhere to keep it all. That's cool. It's so, an addiction, uh, man.
1: We we got a we got a comment in the chat from Jimmy Smith says uh, Bob has done some awesome saltwater lures for me to use on the Texas coast, including a ten-inch swim bait as a mullet. So for those saltwater <laughs> baits, are you doing are you having to do anything special for like the paint job or clear coats or something like that?
3: Paint job and clear coat has been the same. Uh, okay, doing research, I've not had any issues with that. The only thing I have to change is, is the, the hooks. hooks. So, um, I'm, I'm using, you know, saltwater hooks and that's, I never knew they were so expensive um, until, until I got into it. Um, I I think I was telling Jay that there was one order, um, that I, I kind of lost some money on because I quoted it out like, Hey, here's what it's going to cost, you know, all of this stuff. But I didn't realize that the, the saltwater hooks were so much more expensive, um, like, like five times more expensive. Um, so I actually had to, you know, kind of just eat that one and Hey, that's, that's on me. I should have done more research, but yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Smith, he lives down in Houston and, uh, he got, I did some, some pinfish and some mullets and some greenbacks and all kinds of saltwater baits, uh, because I have customers that want them. Um, again, that's, that's not one that I really planned on doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a, a a customer up in Minneapolis that he said, "Hey, I'm going to Florida uh, on vacation. I need some baits, saltwater baits to to throw." I'm like, "Okay, let's go. Let, what do you want? Let's create it and and uh, let's get you set up."
1: That's pretty slick. I like it.
2: Yeah, that saltwater will definitely yeah it'll definitely work on uh, on some baits because I remember going out there and. I intended to go freshwater fishing. I started throwing my stuff in the, uh, in the, um, what's called old Tampa Bay, you know, in the Gulf. And so um, yeah. like stuff, just getting salt water in it, man, that salt water, like ate one of the hologram ones <laughs> just ate it. Like it, it was just like, it had no, no graphics or no nothing. And then the, later on the hooks, I mean, they tell you every time you use them, you know, rinse them off of fresh water. Um yeah, I couldn't keep up with that. The salt just like destroyed, destroyed. <laughs> like, yeah. hooks were all jacked up. you know, eventually, it's like you know, it looked like it had been in the been in something wet for like twenty years.
3: <laughs> and that that's the the big difference uh, with my research and and in, in doing this. That's a big difference with salt water. You know, us freshwater guys that don't have the salt water. It's like, Hey, we're good. You know, we'll, I mean, there's been times where you throw a lure back in your, your container. It's got moss and sticks or whatever on it, you know? And it's like, okay, well, I mean, we'll be fine. Um, other than that, it's uh, you know, the salt water. it's, it's just a totally, totally different world. Uh, it's, you've got yeah. to be prepared. You've got to be able to, you know, clean off your baits. You've got to, it's, it's fun though. It's, it's a lot oh, of fun yeah. to be able to, to create some saltwater baits.
2: I like to. Have you ever done a rainbow trout or like a brown trout?
1: Well,
3: I was thinking earlier that
1: one that I showed—it looked, it like, looked, a brown, it looked right? like a brown trout yeah. pattern, yeah, for sure.
3: So I did. I've done some rainbow trout jerk baits, just one ten jerk baits. Uh, I actually recently sold two eight-inch glide baits that were rainbow trout. Um, so um, as far as doing a brown trout, I haven't done one yet, but it's—I've kind of got. I go through and I think about it and I take tons of screenshots and I'm like, all right, I got to get to this one. I got to, you know, here's, here's what I want to do. And then orders come in and I totally forget about it. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I'll I'll get back to it at some point. So (laughs) like I've got a customer right now that requested for me to do a Spider-Man themed lure just to hang on his wall. That's cool. So it's like, okay, well, I don't, Really know what I'm going to do with a Spider-Man theme, but I'll you know figure it out. And I, I told them though, no. and and this goes for anybody. You know, if you ask me for custom stuff, if I can't do it, I'm going to tell you um, my ability is where it's at. And I if I think it's too hard or I don't think I can give you the quality that you deserve by paying for a bait, I'm going to refer you to somebody who can. Uh, there's there's a lot of amazing lure makers out there that can can paint anything um so if i can't do it i'll be honest with you and then i'll send you to somebody that can
1: very cool yeah i got a buddy he used to paint uh, a lot of musky baits for joe booker and uh he used to have a digital printer i forget what the heck that thing was but that printer man was like 40 g's or something crazy wow. but he printed a, a Blackhawk's logo on a rattle trap for me so i just got it hanging out in the garage <laughs> now, I don't, i've never thrown it never planned on fishing with it but it's cool you know like there's guys out there that can kind of do that kind of stuff and i think that you know what you're doing is completely different you mm. know you got that more artistic natural looking mm. bait you know the the trinket baits you know sometimes those are hard to do and it's yeah it's better for the guys that have those like goofy tools to do that stuff, you know, <laughs> goofy tools. Well, yeah, yeah goofy it, tool. it's got
3: to be somebody with some money to, to play around that. Somebody selling a lot of baits or, yeah. or you know, have a have a good business or something. Uh, me, you know, I, I definitely cannot quit my day job. Sure. Sell you know, with lures, um, unless I got to the point where I cr- started actually creating every aspect of it um, and sure. really selling it that way um, then, then I could potentially, but, um, to me, it's always a dream to be able to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. if I were, um, ever had the opportunity to, to quit my day job and, and try to do something amazing, I would do it. You know, I, I, I would love to, uh, be able to, to jump on and, on, and start my own company in a bigger way and, uh, be able to start making some awesome baits, uh, for the market. I mean, really, it all starts with the dream. You got to start somewhere and, I'd love to, but we'll have to wait and see what, what happens come, you know, a little bit more time.
1: Right on, man. Well, you got anything like new coming up, like new style baits or anything you're about to start offering? I know like we've covered the paint job stuff, but why don't you run through like the different style of baits that you actually do paint? And, you know, maybe if you got some new ones that you're thinking about doing or something.
3: Yeah, so I've got so my baits now, they're all listed on my website. I've got baits from 60 millimeters uh up to five or six inches, eight inches at this point, uh different, you know, different baits. You've got crank baits, swim baits, topwaters, the ploppers, the spooks. Um I'm also selling I, I've started doing this because there's there's a, a, a market for it, and it was actually the idea was given to me by by some customers, um, the different uh, catfish fo- floats. So basically, instead of having your your foam float using like a spook or something of that nature to do di- like a santi rig for the guys that uh, uh, do the catfishing. So I- I've really started that. Um, considering the fact that we we have some cicadas on the way, I'm actually going to have some walking baits that are shaped like a c- cicada. They'll be nice. painted up like cicadas. That way. You know, you, you could definitely take a cicada, throw it on a hook and throw it out there and catch something. Um, but you're gonna have one shot with that cicada. So mm-hmm, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have some cicadas that I'm gonna I'm gonna start throwing out there soon. Um, other than that, I think really I'm just gonna kind of stick to to what I've been doing. Uh, a lot of these uh, swim baits and glide baits um, that people are really, really liking. I'm gonna make sure to have a, I've got to build up that inventory again of bluegill baits. Um, Because that's another pattern that's that's really really big. Um, Other than that, right now I don't think I'm really going to have anything that's a major major game changer. Maybe just some different size baits. Uh, I do like I said have those 60 millimeter baits. Now I've ordered some in 72, which are just slightly a little bit bigger. Um, And I think that's going to be my big thing is just tweaking uh, sizes a little bit Um, and just just trying different designs, different color patterns. Again, I'm going to be going a lot with the seasonal stuff um, just because you've got to have those colors. You've got to be ready for uh, the different colors of the seasons. And you'll start to see a lot more red and black right now from me because me personally, I know with my experience, that red and black is going to be killer in about another two to three weeks. So that's going to be a big popular bait. And I personally have to make sure to have the inventory for that. Um, other than that, I think that's, I've got some deep diving, uh, 1.5 square bills, which I've not had before. Uh, normally a square bill goes one to four feet. These will go, I think six to eight feet. So they're going to be a little bit of a deeper diving square bill. Um, which you've got to, you've got to have that depending on the water that you're in, you know, um, Mm -hmm. some of the, some of the rivers last year locally for us, the water levels were real low. Um, so you're wanting to go with more shallow baits. Um, now I think with all the snow and everything we've had, river levels should go back up again, maybe to a normal level or maybe a little bit higher. So you're gonna be able to throw some of those deeper baits, which is yeah. which is a good thing
1: for sure, for sure. yeah, last year it was kind of scary how low it got up here.
3: Yeah, you know it was interesting, yeah, yeah, uh, Jay Jay and I were talking about you know fishing the Displains River uh, through a couple different areas. Uh, and me being on my kayak I noticed there was times where I'd have to pull the trolling motor up just because I mean it was just too shallow I mean sure. really really too shallow Um, one of the guys I fished with there were several times him and I literally had to get out of our kayak and mm-hmm. kind of move it uh, through some of the water because normally we'd be fine rolling through there but considering the waters were so shallow um, we were hitting the bottom the whole time so yeah. I mean it's but I think hopefully this year, I haven't checked my river app in just a little bit, but hopefully this year we kind of get back to some kind of normal uh, water levels um, because this year was, was really, really tough.
1: Yeah, I completely agree, man. I completely yeah. agree. Did uh, Jay give you his GPS coordinates for his hot spots on the Displains River? He knows that. He,
3: he didn't, but we did talk about a few spots, and i I think we we were kind of in line with that, so
1: yeah, I'll send you GPS coordinates after we get off here. And for those listening and watching in, I'll, I'll post them in the comments down below, um and you guys can check back. I look
2: forward to seeing everybody
1: there
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. well well some of some of the areas, unless you're in a kayak, I guarantee you will not get to, but you know what, it's southern Illinois just Plains River way down in southern Illinois, so enjoy enjoy it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, it's just nothing but open country. Right. I love it. I love what it. What kind of kayak are you running again?
3: I've got a feel-free eleven point five. lure a lure eleven point five. Yeah, um right.
1: I've
3: I've got it. I've been going crazy, which I'm waiting for another order. Uh Yak Gadget. I mean, they know me now. Um I've, I've ordered the, the trolling motor mount from them. Now I just ordered the, um, the anchor pulley that goes yep. off the side of it. Um, so I've got a bunch of their stuff. Um, I'm totally... So last year, I t- made everything for my kayak when I mm-hmm. modded it. I just built it all cheap as I could and just whatever. Uh, this year, luckily, I'm in a little bit of a different position to where I can reinvest... Uh, some of the money from lures uh, into you know my personal fishing stuff. Um, so now I've totally modified um, my kayak with a lot of the Yak gadget stuff and a brand new trolling motor. And I'm, I'm I can't wait. I, it nice. might be this weekend or next weekend that that we should I should be able to get out on the water. Heck yeah, man!
1: You going to the spot? <laughs> yeah,
3: it, yeah. It'll. I, I'll just tell you this. I'm gonna be hitting up the. DuPage River a lot this year, the Displains River a lot this year. And um, as you and I were talking, Jay, I really, really want to learn the Fox River this year. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be that's gonna be a lot of my time. I do have a bass boat too. Um, so I'll be hitting all your traditional lakes and rivers as well. But uh, I've just got to find more time to fish. And thankfully, I've, I've been with my job for a very long time. And I, I've got like six weeks of vacation so nice that's that's six weeks of man i envy you that's like uh that's like let's see five weeks of honeydew list and then one week of fishing so (laughs) that'll work out great (laughs)
1: exactly (laughs) oh man well fox river there's a there's a kayak fishing tournament on the fox river this year who's running that again forget i think we are end of july bob said he'd be he'd be pretty interested matter
2: of fact i think I was, ch- I was pretty much in the process of changing him and turning him like full-fledged kayak, maybe. Full-fledged kayak <laughs> tournament fisherman? Yeah, yeah he exactly. was pretty stoked. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get him. We'll get him.
1: Well,
2: we'll get him.
3: you know, it, it's one of those things, and, and as Jay and I talked about, there's a lot of things that you hear about, but you don't know all the details, and it's like, okay, well, I need a I need a resource to mm-hmm. go find more details about it, and you guys are that resource. Uh, if you want to get into kayak fishing tournaments and and learn more about that, I mean obviously you can go to your guys website and learn a lot about that uh and to me it's it's all about finding those resources and once you do you know you kind of consume yourself with it educate yourself with it and and take advantage of everything you can so uh, and that kayak fishing those tournaments sound so intriguing i mean
1: oh they're tons of fun it's man. a good time man. tons of fun and now uh, all the guys and gals that fish them make them that much more enjoyable for sure
3: Especially when you're throwing these custom lures that I make, man. <laughs> Those fish haven't seen them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. So gotta, like that's true. They look like they'll work. So you gotta, you gotta, you know, plug that where where necessary. Yeah, I'll probably throw some of these down in Tennessee when we
2: go down in March. You this think month. So? I think so. Top water. I well, you know, well, probably. I, I think I'm gonna be burning this guy.
1: I think top water might be a little early, but I don't know, to- man. Not in the river though. Hey, no. It wouldn't be the first time I was wrong. Okay, <laughs> I'm
2: just saying. I'm thinking the river will be popping. Yeah,
1: I. Oh yeah, for a river bait, especially yeah. down there, right by the that, marina. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, right yeah. by
2: the marina, that'd be a great that'd spot. Be for the this. juice, all that sunken
1: wood off that, off that point. Shh.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, too much information, Jay. I
2: mean, all that sand bottom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. What? What's that GPS coordinates? <laughs> yeah, <in>? I know. <laughs> oh, those are those for for Jay's river spot. I'll send you. Yeah, that. I yeah. bet. <laughs> yeah. Those I'll send everybody uh, either DM me, check the comments or, uh, yeah, you know, Bob, I'll send them to hey, you directly. Like,
2: you know, like we said, it's uh, some real nice uh, open land out there. So. It's
1: a uh, 48.0675 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> West.
3: <laughs> I've never fished in Egypt before. That's,
1: yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's funny, man. That's funny. Well, we're winding down, my friend, man. Uh, why don't you give everybody... Uh, The website again where they can follow you on Facebook and all that good stuff. So the fine folks can find you and uh get all that stuff. And I'll drop it down here in the uh in the chat as well.
3: Yeah, you could just go to bpflures.com. I'm also on Instagram. It's bpf underscore lures. Uh TikTok, I'm on there as well. Uh that's just BPF Lures. Uh Facebook, all you have to do is in the top search at BPF Lures. I think that pretty much covers it. I'm all over the place. If you guys got anything custom that you want done, shoot me a message. I traditionally don't charge any more for a custom bait than a normal bait, unless it's something absolutely crazy and out of the ordinary. I don't charge more for, for it being a custom bait because it's still the same time and design and, and all that stuff that goes into it. So um but yeah i mean i thank you guys so much for having me on here it's been it's been fun talking i mean yeah man yeah
1: absolutely likewise um we appreciate you taking the time out this evening to talk with us and uh share the good word talk about some custom painted baits a little bit of fishing uh happy to help you with jay's secret spots and everybody (laughs) else watching at home so uh yeah man very good you got anything else jay yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was we'll going. do
2: that one offline. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, don't forget about the upcoming tournaments of the Dale Hollow Open and also the Clash Clubs. clubs. Uh, we've got the links for uh, Tourney X um, to both of those tournaments within the comments, and you can also find all that information on our Facebook page and then also on our website. website. It's pretty much everywhere. Tell your friends. Tell your mom and dad. You yeah. know, send in front your a friend a letter. Yeah, form Any- a
1: team with your dog. Anybody and your yeah. cat.
2: Yeah, start a conversation with a stranger. Yeah, tell them you fish. Duh. Tell them about the tournament. I mean, come on. You know,
1: we'll appreciate it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hang tight, Bob. No, problem. all you boys and girls at home, as always, tight lines, smooth paddling, peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Fin.